The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to Eric's Family BBQ. BQ.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. A little late, but better late than never. It's time now for What Would Brady Do? Brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Punk. Indian School and 12th Street. Go on down there and, uh, and you know, pick out some beauties or get rid of some stuff you're not uh, wanting anymore. All sorts of things you can do over there at Mo Money Punk. Uh, it is 12th Street and Indian School. We thank them for being friends. Brady, you ready? Ready. All right. After a holy month of holy everything, you should be all ready to go. Bathed in the afterbirth of our Savior, Brady. <laughs> what flavor cake did you get Jesus this year? Uh, it was a standard um, white icing. I think it was a yellow cake. Oh. Do you devour that all on your own? No. Not not just you by yourself, but just the family, or is there a big? That's a big cake. No, it's a it, this like a was birthday a, cake, yeah. a little tiny circular one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yellow cake. Yellow is the worst of all cakes. Oh, I like yellow with chocolate. Don't traditional. Mind it. uh, it's like fourth on bad. the list for me. I take the red velvet first. White cake, I love. Yeah. Love white cake. That's a good match. The red velvet too. Yeah. The, on uh, Easter, more so than because of the blood. Yeah. Man, you're dark today. Yeah. Got a lot of issues. <laughs> you need to see a therapist. You're all over the map here, man. 2018, it's a new Brady. It is dark Brady. It is weird. Started the show with dead kids, and you now he's eating right Jesus' blood. You could be right on the red velvet cake. with the afterbirth, too, thing. Okay. Yeah. Man. Okay, let's not do this. Let's just skip it. Let's just sit you in a corner until you figure out what, what you're up to. If you're going to be that guy, then i got to be yeah. over here like yeah, you gotta, Jesus and stuff. Well, and, it, by know. comparison, it's going to look like you are. This is... <laughs> Demonic nonsense. If we're switching personalities, yeah. then let me know. You don't even have it? to move. He's gone so far beneath you. You look normal. Thanks. I'm the compassionate, loving one. It's going to ruin the dynamic. Uh, well, it'll, I'm it'll be the same, but he's lost his mind. Something's going on here. Anyway, all right. Uh, evil Brady. Here Let's we go. do it. Let's do it. My wife went back to work after being out for three years. I've been working two full-time jobs. I married her four years ago. I was just a single dad with four kids. Since then, we have two of our own. Good Lord. Anyhow, she gets all done up for work, but never for me. I'm all concerned that she's all wrapped up in the sexual harassment deal at her new job. With her boss, she still gets gussied up for work. Uh, He still works there, too, while this is going on. My head's all over the place. She says it's no big deal. What the hell do I do about this, John? I think you're... uh... You're looking into it too much. I mean, she she's going to go, you know, she can't roll out of the house and, and go to work. Right. You, got, you, you know, you're going to work. You're looking a little bit better. Than, by the by, John, you're as fertile as they come. I would be dressing down for you, six too. Six kids. The last thing I want around this guy is a hard-on coming at me. 
that's going to get you pregnant again. I'd be dressed in potato sacks and covered in my own filth every night to keep you from putting another baby in me. Six kids. Four that you had to... uh... Got married to her four years ago. He's been with her for four years total. They got two kids in that time. The guy brought four with him. You're like a rice field in Vietnam. You are fertile, You're a little paranoid. Yeah. I think... She just likes being dressed up around men who aren't uh, putting babies in her. Here's how you get her uh, to uh, to dress up. Maybe uh, take her out. Don't. No, just take a break from her. You two are fine. Raise those six childrens. And, uh, yeah, let's not be well, You sexy. can take her out, but you, yeah. Yeah, go to, like, a buffet or somewhere right. where you can't have sex afterwards. Yeah, don't do, yeah take her someplace <laughs> gassy. Mexican food only for Mexican. this family. I wouldn't dress up in front of you either. You're a killer. And the sexual harassment thing at work? Let that sort itself out. Her, her checks keep cashing. You don't have to work two jobs anymore. Right? Yeah. yeah. Jesus, this guy. Yeah, you need all the income you can exactly. get. Exactly. Don't rock that boat. Yeah. Mike Brady was an architect and also worked at the Sonic at night on roller skates. It's like, you no, know, six kids will make you have to work two jobs. Uh, this guy's listening in England. This guy's listening in Seattle. We'll get to those later. I like this one. Uh, Dear Brady, the holidays were awful. My girlfriend broke up with me on New Year's Day. She said she'd been thinking about it for a couple of months, and she was using New Year's Day as her freshest start. I love it. That's hilarious. Resolution. (laughs) She is gone, man, and I mean vapor. New phone number? I don't have it. Moved to a new apartment? I don't know where it is. I wasn't told any of the info. I don't know where or how to get a hold of her. What is this guy's question? I want my Christmas money back. I took her to San Diego oh, it feels robbed. for a weekend before Christmas, got her a bunch of other stuff. She was incredibly grateful and then blindsides me on Jan 1. Mm. I spent about two grand and all I'm looking for is a thousand back. I'll take half. I'm not loaded, but I, uh, I actually had to save up for a special Christmas because I didn't see this coming. She was more than happy to take all my stuff and then tell me she's two months into a fresh start before she broke up with me. What do you think, Ryan? Got to take your lumps on this one, Ryan. I think so. Learned oh, yeah. your lesson. Yeah, that's because true. here's the other thing: the more you try to track her down, you're just going to stir it back up. You're not going to get over it. You need to. It's going to be very dramatic. It cost you a thousand dollars to not deal with her yeah, ever again. You're not getting that money You'll make back. it more expensive trying to chase that thousand dollars of your time, and yeah. you don't have a leg effort. to stand on either. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're trying to play on her emotion to say, at least give me half that back. You're just going to end up in a big fat fight. Not worth it. Roll on. I agree. I think Brady's right. And next time. Don't buy her anything. Yeah, don't be throwing presents at him right and left every five seconds. That is brutal, though. When you thought everything's going great, you have a great week, Christmas week, you're in San Diego for a couple days, you're firing presents back and forth, and she's just smiling. All the while, she's done the two-month disconnect from you. Yeah. And then on January 1st, planned all along, by the way. that That's where it really hurts. You, she basically told you. I was gonna. I just set the date up for January first. Just wanted to make it through the year because I've got some weird. Hey, you're clock. the guy. He has, he has the big plans. I'm not gonna wreck this trip that he has planned. Or oh no, she well, she know. needed two months to, so, yeah, to get herself was, out. And plus, she had that. It's a fresh start because it's January first. Think yep. about all those guys out there that spent tons of money on a wedding uh, and like all that stuff, and then the girl wants to get a divorce six months. Oh, uh, listen to I those mean, uh, commercials that they do for the divorce lawyers. The guys like. Uh, a lot of the times, the guy doesn't even want the divorce, but it's not up to him. And then he's right. It's like sometimes the guy's like, wow, I'm just getting everything swiped, and I didn't even want to do this. Be, be thankful it's only a grand. Yep. 
Yeah, actually, that's probably a good way to look at it. Sure is. Put that silver lining on it. It only cost you $1,000 to learn the lesson and kick that Looney Tunes out. And guess what? When things aren't working out for her come February, she'll call you. She'll find you again. I don't know. That's pretty. She does sound like she was escaping pretty, pretty, pretty heavily. She's, it sounds yeah, like she's I out. think she's, uh, she's got somebody else. I think she's on her way. But she also has Crazy Girl, that fresh start meant d- abandoning life. Usually girls like that run back to the old life when the new life doesn't work. But hopefully you'll see it all of a sudden. If she does come back around, you'll now see the cuckoo. You're like, nope, not going back to that again. Yeah, just don't deal with her anymore. $1,000. Ask most guys, hey, if you could get out of this for 1000 bucks, would you do it? Uh, what do you mean? We don't think it was a trick. It seems the price is too great. I tell Megan that all the time. I see those divorce $200 signs on the sides of... I'm like, Megan, I'm completely happy, but these prices are so great, why wouldn't we get divorced? It's part of the anger stage. You're pissed off. You know, it's like, that's not right. I want to get that back, but you got to you gotta roll on, my friend. I see that sign on those posts, divorce, $200. I mean, that, is, that, is, that would be like you, Brady, driving by going, free pork. You would, I mean, you don't even, and you got pork in your hand. You're like, I don't even want it, but this is too good to pass up. These deals are too good not to get divorced. Don't believe it. Thousand bucks, that's a pretty good price. Or record one that starts past bedtime. Cause even a twenty four seven fan's gotta sleep sometime. Learn more at cox.com slash sports. Uh hey guys, I listen to you every day from Seattle. So this is a question and uh so called advice seeking from you. Uh my boyfriend of almost three years has always, and I mean always ignored me each time he and his friends are around each other. I've never stopped him from going out or talking to his buddies. Each time we talk about it, his response is They've been there for me since my mom died. He was 12, uh, and the mom died right in front of him. He's 22 now. It's been 10 years. During Thanksgiving and the holidays, his friends pulled me off to the side to told me how they noticed he's ignoring me. And my response was, I'm used to it. So my question is, from a guy's perspective, am I just stupid and need to get over this or continually confront him about this? P.S. I've been drinking since noon when I wrote this, so sorry for any typos. I'm not a fat Linda slash Becky's slash whatever. Or an ugly Jew. So I don't know what's wrong with me. Wow, that got anti-Semitic like, real quick at the end. That's the drinking. Well. Wow, lady. That was a normal letter until the last line. I think um, there's a part of me that's saying eventually you'll have to address the fact that, you know, voicing your opinion, saying, I feel like you ignore me when you're yeah. around your friends. Then you see what kind of reaction you get. Because if he... Uh, you know, all of a sudden, if that's a deal breaker, then. Right. But talking about that is not a bad option. I think, but, like, when the friends came to her and said, we noticed he ignores you, maybe because she has confronted him and said, she asked him and he said, it's just because they've always been there for me. Yeah. Maybe when the friends come over to say, hey, look, you guys have his ear, maybe you could talk to him and say that you've noticed. Maybe he's yeah. ashamed of you. Yeah. Or maybe you are ugly because <laughs> your, your language and your racism sure is. He's ashamed of everything about you. He's always on about the Jews. Why would you say that at the end of a nice little letter saying, I'm helpless and hopeless and I've got this problem with my boyfriend? You probably will embarrass him with some anti-Semitic Hitler comment. He's just not proud to showcase you. Yeah, he's just not that into you. (laughs) Oh, my friends are here. She's going to start talking about Jews again. Yeah, this is my (laughs) girlfriend. Hey, guys. Nice to see you. My name's Becky. Don't you hate Jews? Oh, my God. Becky, kitchen. Let's get out of here, fellas. Every guy has dated a girl that they don't really want to take around their friends. A little embarrassed by. 
and they're 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 twenty two. Oh yeah, that's a wheelhouse that, that's for a that. Tough one to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's twenty two. He doesn't. He's like, mm, this one's not worthy. This one's not your forever. You're just a temporary fix right now. It, so you're Seattle. Go find yourself a nice guy. Seattle's loaded with you know progressive young men who like to chat up ladies and take them. Yeah, on someone trains. will be proud of you. Sure, somewhere along the line, clean up that whole racism thing. Don't be so open about. It. I mean, that's the first time we've ever talked technically. That lady's letter in me, uh-huh. and she threw in a little anti-Semitism at the end for no reason. I'm not an ugly Jew. Is not the way you fire off the feel sorry for me letter. I, I can see where he's coming from. Yeah, me too. She's fun to bang, but that whole <laughs> burn them in an oven thing gets to you after a while. Maybe she just all her jokes are like that too. Yeah. She thinks they're jokes, and everybody just looks at her like Ugh. Yeah, a little crusty. Eric she might put some jabs in. I could see that. <laughs> she might hang out with the boys, try to be one of the boys. Oh, after a couple of cocktails, it's, it's like when Walt Kowalski brought the mung into the barber shop. <laughs> This is how men talk. What's up, Dago? <laughs> you know, when he's trying, he tried to teach the guy how to, and when the when he, kid tried, came and he tried it, it yeah. came across terrible. <laughs> Maybe pull back on the hate, so uh, and then uh, friends will be more. Maybe one thing happened at one of the drinking. You know, hang around the guys, and there's a hundred dollar bet. You can take a dump out the window like yeah. a Chris Farley. Oh, and she did it. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. She's throwing some little ping, ping pong balls with swastikas out it of off with the boys. There's some shame. Going on here. Something yeah. happened. There's a swastika involved. Anyway, good luck with that. I hope it all works out. Uh, let's try this one here. No. No. Okay, here. Uh, dear Brady, uh, I know you're all Game of Thrones fans, so uh, you can appreciate this. My girlfriend had no idea what to get me for Christmas, so she let me pick. We went to Barnes & Noble because while I got her a pricey new laptop, because I know she's strapped for cash, I wanted her to get me something fun and small, so I found the Game of Risk. Game of Thrones edition. Oh, I saw that at the oh. Barnes & Noble. It's sweet. Yeah, I was ecstatic. They have Monopoly, too, Games of Thrones edition. She got it for me. It was 80 bucks, which is a pricey board game. It sat in the corner for a couple weeks. The first time I finally convinced her to play, she decided to have a bottle of wine. We're not two turns into the game when the wine ends up spilled all over the board. Wiping it up just removed a lot of ink from the board itself. It's still oh playable, God. but in my opinion, physical damage to this board on the first go just isn't kosher. She tried to blame it on me for ruining the board when I wiped it off, and we haven't said a word since. I'm sleeping on the couch, <laughs> which is right about now. Man, it started. He this wrote this escalated. January fifth. So oh, oh, oh. it's been a full week. He I'm, was into that game board. Yeah. Well, that know, is rough. I mean, not fair. just got it. It's a, she it's, a dub, him. it's a double whammy. Yeah. You know, maybe his cleaning technique might have done something, but she's the one who spilled it. Yeah. So I'm sleeping on the couch by choice with the dogs right now as I write this. By choice? Yeah. So he's like, screw he's you, I'm on the couch. Yeah. Uh, seems to made it worse. Seems like <laughs> it went on sale after Christmas and sold out everywhere anyway, even online. So I can't even exchange it. I found a third-party version for almost 200 bucks because it's hard to find. Do I force her to replace my Christmas present or do I rebuy it for myself at double the cost, throw the old one away in front of her and tell her I'm sick of her crap and kick her out? What would you do, Def? Man, that is escalating. <laughs> That's a tiny little what? thing that magnifies. For sure. The see, guy who spent a thousand bucks, this is you're leading down this yeah. path. Jeez. What should he do? How much do you like this game? How much do you want the game? If you, you know, if it's that's not about the, the case, game and I would buy, uh, you know, you have to be able to find that on Amazon. It's not about now. the game anymore. There's no way. I know, but double. this is one of these points sometimes where the more that you're right, more it pushes her the other way. All he wants is her to say, "I'm sorry." Yeah, 
That's and it's probably not going to. Some girls will never do it. Just yeah. won't. And she'll say, I'm sorry you're so in love with that game. Or I'm sorry you wrecked your game. Because now they see be that yeah. game is more important than them. Right. She will not it apologize. Into, it just gets wacky. Yeah. Girls are bad at apologizing. Just terrible at it. They apologize for why you're mad. They never say, I'm sorry I was wrong. They say, I'm sorry you're so mad. Oh, that's not really an apology then, is it? That's all the guy wants. You probably won't get it. Even if you get it, the odds of you, both of you playing together again, happening. won't happen. Yeah, you lost 80 bucks. Skip it. Yeah. The game's not that great. If you really like the chick, move on. <laughs> right. Wait until March. It'll be back down to 80 bucks again. Pick your battles. If you don't like Maybe her. Maybe she comes around. <laughs> yeah, this sounds pretty awesome. It gets a game. Gets I was game. so paranoid about my daughter like being one of those girls of not apologizing Ugh. that I have trained her. You apologist. go say you're sorry. Yeah. You say you're sorry. So she says sorry like it's instant. Yeah. Now she's a submissive. Now, yeah. Now I'm like, oh, crap. I may have now taken it too now far you the other way. Yeah, now, now you've got Dakota Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> she's Fifty Shades of Eric's kid. I may have screwed that one up. <laughs> Parenting mistake. But you know what? It's better to screw him up that way. You think so? Yeah. I guess I'll find out. You'll find out when, whenever the guy comes with the whip, when P.T. Barnum's her boyfriend. Wait, he's a song and dance man. Well, he's he's not as gay. Not anymore. Not as gay as they're portraying. (laughs) Not anymore. That show's been shut down, and he still has all the whips. Oh yeah, no, he's definitely got his whips in a. And you know, you'll find him in the red room. Anyway, uh, there you go. That's what Brady did. Uh, Apologies. Chicks are really bad at him. Guys are goofs. There's no doubt. I'm not saying we're good, but but you're worse, ladies. You're worse at it. There's nothing worse as a guy than hearing. I'm sorry you screwed that whole thing up. Wow. Just take the heat. You spilled your wine. You spilled it. No matter who cleaned it up, you still did it. You're the bad guy. How could you not say I'm sorry after I don't that? know. I don't know. You're you're really a beef. Yeah. She's mad at him for cleaning it up improperly. Not that it was spilled in the first place. The yeah. cleanup is the issue. Even because yep. it's just when it's accidental. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. What you know, it? it's like a reflex, isn't it? Again, it should yeah. go oh, back I to spilled him. all over your board. I'm so sorry. So sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're the there's, one that did it. Yeah. Here's the other thing you need to know as a guy that, you know, no, when it comes to cleaning, they are so much better than yeah. we are. They do all the cleaning. Yeah, you let her clean it up. She's the one spilled it too. Exactly. She should be apologizing that a man even started to clean that with yeah. a woman in the room. Yep. Eric, what would your daughter say in this situation? Sorry, 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 Eric, sorry, Eric, sorry, Oh, very sorry, very sorry. It's not. She still wear those wood shoes, those blocks that you made her walk on. White makeup. She's good. Takes her longer to get places, but that's all right. Hey, you know what? She appreciates it more when she gets there. That's for sure. Then you get to unbind her feet. There you go. That is what Brady did, solving the world's problems. And they're creating a little gay show over there in Chandler. Oh my gosh. Shut the front door. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.